Like, yeah. Yeah, I was like tapping around on it earlier. Sorry, we're having another week. Sorry, the 1975, what? it's like they're doing things again. I feel like every like four episodes, we're like, oh, guys. <laughs> Maddie Healy's at it again. This motherfucker. Also, somebody send us some money so we can get um, Sam a George shirt. I need a George shirt, and I keep begging them to release it, and they're ignoring me. Hard. Do you notice that every time they tweet, every like it's like... Once every like, like once every like it. ten Jamie tweets, I say release the George shirt. Do you tweet at him? Yeah. Oh my god, Sam. I like tweet him and Maddie and just say release the George. Shirt. Good lord. Are you like, like is are you a George fan? I'm a George fan. I love George. I'll die for him. Oh my god, it is exhausting I'm, being a Maddie Healy. Bet your sweet ass that I'm showing up at that concert with a shirt that's just got big fat George. A bell. Refill, Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Ah, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Just a sip might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is, too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir. So welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is a podcast where we get drunk and we watch a horror movie and we record ourselves watching the movie and we record podcasts right after while we're still drunk and cut in clips of us watching the movie like this clip. Yeah, this has been a really long montage of them taking sticks off the ground. Like that was a clip. I'm wondering what clip we're going to be using. This was one of those wild ones. We were all over the board. Yeah. And today's episode is about the movie Antrim, the deadliest film ever made. Is that the full title? That is the full title. I thought that was like the, um, uh, what's the word? Logline? Logline? The sub, the subtitle. The parenthesis? I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. No, um, when it's on the poster, what's it called when it's on the poster? Tag. Just tagline. I don't know. But, yeah, the actual title of this movie is Antrim, the Deadliest Film Ever Made. And it's... Uh, it's pretty deadly. Interesting. Um, In a so, good way. Yeah. So, should we do a bit <laughs> where we found a recording of a podcast from the 70s? <laughs> and then everyone who's listened to this podcast has died? Sure. <laughs> So, today's episode, we found a recording from the 70s, and everyone who's listened to this recording has died. Not everyone, just some cases. Most people who have listened to this recording have died. Or gotten in really weird accidents. Yeah. But then the original... still died. The original recording disappeared, but we have found... We found a recording from the 70s. A recording from the 70s, and we're going to cut in clips... Of the recording. Of the recording from the 70s? <laughs> from the 70s. Which is just these random people watching a movie? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. What are you guys watching? Antrim. 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 The deadliest film ever made. If you watch this movie, like, people who have watched I this like movie this have gotten into, like, really crazy, weird accidents and, like, died. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I wish us luck. 
Best of luck. Oh my god. <laughs> so oh my god, wait. They kind of sounded like us. It's kind of <laughs> creepy, right? A little bit. I think we found our these vocal two, These two bitches would not stop talking about some band the entire time. No, they, were, was, talking, like, from they were talking about the year that they were in, <laughs> <laughs> which was 1975. Um, so, okay. So, the this movie that we just watched... It's called Antrim, the deadliest film ever made, and it starts out with a documentary about this movie called Antrim, um, and the story is that anyone who watched Antrim died pretty much. There are some examples that they talk about in the documentary, um, and then they show us Antrim, this movie from the 70s. I don't remember what the actual year was I don't that they say, but it's this movie from the seventies and um yeah, so that's the story. So, um I would suggest watching this movie before you listen to the episode. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. I mean it's not gonna ruin the episode, but I would say like the effect of the movie is definitely gonna go away if you listen to this first. Yeah, maybe. Just- it's like I, it is so much it's much more worth it to um watch yeah the movie first and yeah. there are like major spoilers so uh i'd say go into it blind but you can't find a lot of information about this movie online so what are really, your guys's great. histories with this movie let's uh, talk about molly it. let's let let you go first never seen it never heard of it um sam and harish were like i was like what movie are we doing and that you both brought this one up, and I was like, "Cool." And Harish was thoughtful enough to send me a trailer. I didn't watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I went in completely blind. Good. And I, I knew nothing. I unfortunately yeah. ruined the experience for Molly. You shouldn't have told me. You should have told me this was a documentary. You didn't though. Like, <laughs> I felt so guilty because I knew. Yeah. Like you had like discussed it in the um. The chat group chat about how it's a mockumentary, mm-hmm. and so like yeah. I knew going in that it wasn't. Yeah. Real. But I kept thinking the whole time, like, how cool would it be? I would have caught on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For parts yeah. of it. But, um, eh, yeah. But I don't know. Cause like, it's not like it dips in and it's like, oh, yada, yada happened. It's like, right. it just opens and then you watch the movie and then it closes. Right. If you just watch it blind, then yeah, it's you know kind of, it's compelling enough. You I know? like kind of believe it. Um, I don't know how I would react. Uh, but it's, it's like, you should, um, Watch it without knowing anything. Yeah. 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 So I, I got this random email. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, we were walking home. So we were uh, rehearsing for a Backburner show that we were doing in an alumni show together. And we were walking home from that rehearsal, like, in December or November or whatever. Yeah. And you you said, like, oh, hey, I got this weird email, by the way. Well, I got an email, and I thought it was from Shudder because uh, sh- I have a subscription to Shudder, and they emailed me um all the time and it was basically talking about this movie and i'm like oh shutter's advertising a new movie that they have on but it's not on shutter it's just it was just an advertisement for this movie um called antrim and apparently this movie in the 70s antrim killed people or whatever is what they said in the email um but uh yeah so i got this mysterious email about this movie and then uh thought it looked cool and um decided to watch it um yeah i don't know what like 
email list I signed up for that Wait, got that me this real? email. Yeah, that's real. He really yeah. got emailed. Oh fuck. Yeah, I like it, it wasn't obvious like what it was who it was from, but um I I'm pretty sure it was like some random email list that I signed up for a long time ago and then I forgot about and then they just emailed me about it. But anyway, so yeah, so that's how I heard about this. Um, I heard about it because of that story right there. And then like a month ago, maybe like six weeks ago or so, I was at work and we were, um, it was about a month ago, we were sitting and starting a meeting and we were waiting for everybody to file in for the meeting. And my coworker looked at me and he was like, oh my God, Samantha, I heard about this movie and like, it sounds exactly up your alley. Apparently it's a, it's a documentary about this movie that, these screenings have like like people have died at them and people don't know what's going on and he was telling me about like this movie that's killed people and i was like oh wow i'm definitely like really interested in it can you tell me more and he was like describing it to me and i was like wait a minute this sounds really familiar (laughs) and i like looked it up and i was like oh and then i kind of went through this like hate to break it to you but it's not actually real (laughs) and he was like so upset he was like so excited that he found this creepy movie and i was like oh i know exactly what you're talking about um it's not real um Bummer. but then i immediately texted harish and i was like hey harish we need to watch antrim yeah. and so we've had it kind of we had already decided that we were doing stabuary so we kind of like slated it but like right. so this is a movie that somebody like asked me to watch which is why i really wanted to watch it yeah it's a great movie <laughs> um i will say can we talk about like the movie part yeah. of it sure this movie opens with um probably like assumed like fair use like, i think it's license. like i think it's yeah uh what is it public public domain. public public domain of, right. like, is this oh just old footage this of public domain cinema because i've seen, i feel like i've seen some of this old kind of 1920s 30s um movies about Silent the devil, film, devil. Yeah. yeah and it like talk about like throughout cinema people have been making movies about hell and the devil but it starts with like this kind of montage of all of these like right. demons and devils in these like old silent movies so i'm on board immediately yeah i love that aesthetic of like melier's like trip to the moon kind right. of like put together i love such a good vibe yeah so on board immediately <laughs> yeah yeah so this movie starts out um explaining what antrim is and they talk about oh um so there was this movie from the 70s that like anyone who watches it, it ha- has died or basically um and some of the examples that they give i wrote it down I think in the first screening, I guess there it was like a burnt a theater got burnt up, and everyone in the theater died, um, and they were like, "Oh yeah, film catches fire easily," which is true. Um, it does. And so, um, We've that's why. We've all seen Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, that's what caused the fire. Yes, and then, all of us have seen that acclaimed <laughs> movie. You haven't. Seen You've it? never seen Inglorious Bastards. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's I've good. I've seen The Artist. Um, <laughs> another movie where film burns. Not Only as good. one of those has Melanie Laurent in it. Yeah. I think. <laughs> the artist is French, isn't it? She could be in it. It's yeah, partially French. Um, so uh and then they continue to talk to explain that like anytime the movie was shown at like festivals and stuff uh the programmers who like decided to put the movie on died or like who planned to put the movie in the festival have died yeah and they 
died like at a coffee shop right they have three examples yeah the first one is like someone died at a coffee shop like while they were telling someone else about About the movie movie. that's how i'm gonna die yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and then uh someone died uh from electric shock just in a freak accident um and then the third person was stung by some sort of fish at the beach and died that way and then the final case that they talk about is in san francisco of in november of 1993 that's a year before i was born november 1993 where there was um uh, a screening and like the whole audience knew that the film was like supposedly so dangerous and then um so they started the screening and everyone's like chill and then uh they freak they like start to feel uncomfortable and then like there's a stampede in the audience like there's a riot and stuff um and then the investigators say oh uh like it seems like everyone took lsd and like someone um someone from the theater staff like admits to putting lsd in the popcorn or something did the theater guy who confessed to it did it didn't the movie say that he was convicted of manslaughter yeah, well, someone died. died, like a pregnant woman died, oh, and there okay, were a bunch okay. of injuries. But, like, nobody um, from that screening would talk to the people making no. the Yeah, nobody would talk to the documentary people. Um, and so, and then they find, so, like, the film goes missing after that. Like, there's no copies, and but the producers of this documentary have found um, a reel um, that shows the film. Um, and they're like, oh, it's like special because it, uh, has, um, it's probably been like messed with because like, uh, they've, someone has spliced in random, um, like just random weird images into the movie. Um, and then there's all these like sigils burned onto it or whatever, um, on the film reel. And then they're like, okay, so now you get to watch the movie. Do we get to watch it? and there's a legal notice um and it's like uh yeah the producers say this is a dangerous movie blah blah blah. so like leave the theater blah blah blah, all that and then there's a countdown timer and then Mm -hmm. it counts down from 30 uh and then like the movie starts uh and it starts playing and it has all these like great 70s zoom out nature exposition shots yeah while the credits like go over it right it's your traditional it's like a pretty it's like film it's on film um it's like pretty grainy um uh pretty like desaturated uh very 70s it looks like it's from the 70s are we positive that they actually shot it on film because i don't know when it first started i was like this looks like a filter it does look like like digital the more it went on the more i was like well this could be film Film. but like i really feel like they might have filtered it doesn't really look that much like um it it looks different to look like it was in the 70s it looked different from movies that i've seen from the 70s i think my good comparison of like recreating old movies is the house of the devil fuck you that's my wreck yeah but i'm sorry to take it but like the when we were watching when the movie first started i was thinking about how well the house of the devil feels like it's from the 80s right and i was like this movie really does feel like it was shot now and made to look like the 70s like i was really getting that vibe from it 
yeah and i can't tell you exactly what house of the devil did right and this one did wrong i can tell you that that main chick was definitely wearing american eagle jeans and that really (laughs) i don't know but like her jeans were wrong someone just there's this news i guess news i say news like quotes website that just put an article out about this film yesterday Wow. Um, Antrim, cursed horror movie, kills 86 in cinema fires and causes nervous breakdowns. Yeah. I don't think they um, uh, know it's fake. Huh. Weird. Um, yeah, it's like reporting as if it's like a real thing. It's very odd. Uh, so like, I guess like that's kind of weird. Yeah. Like 10 hours ago. Yeah, I mean, it it, it came out, like, a few months ago. Like, it's pretty recent. So, like, I'm not... I wouldn't be surprised if there are, like, news stories coming out about it. I know it was, that recent. Yeah. Okay. I think... I can even, like, look about when I got the email. But, like, it was, like she said, around November, probably. But, yeah. um, And so... And then we watched the whole movie. Uh, And then at the end, there's more documentary footage explaining some of the other um weird things with the like film yeah so throughout the movie um like fight club style um sigils right. pop up just for a second yeah over the movie oh, what was that text. did you see that yeah no just i mean it was like Flash. fight screen quick or fight fight, fight screen club. while fight club quick which is very like resolution how they had some of that stuff going on where yeah just for a second right and right. um then they explained at the end that somebody had taken something and put it over the film with there was like a yeah there was like a like a uh plastic like layer above the film that like had sigils like carved into it and the one for the specific demon was there like a hundred right there was this demon i wrote down the name it's called astaroth um and there was a specific sigil that they used to summon the demon Mm -hmm. and that was on the the film uh like 170 times um so they had other kind of like random sigils but that one that came up right the one that we see the most is the astaroth sigil and they use it really cool like sometimes they'll like flash it over characters faces right or like in the background there was one actions happening there was one that i saw where it was like um a shot of the sun and like the camera was just moving across and, and then, it like when it when the camera the sun went hit center frame did it like right it? Yeah. right when the sun was center frame uh it like the sigil showed up right at the that's center that's one of the main things i remember because i was like i remember being like oh that was cool there's a scene <laughs> where like um there's this japanese man who like tries to uh there's a scene involving that man who um and there's a part where like he bows to the main characters and then the sigil appears above him like right on top of where he is in the frame um and yeah like so it appears a lot (laughs) Um, but it's one of those like starting out like there aren't that many and you're like oh what was that right you don't catch it and then by the end you're like so used to it you keep seeing them all over the place there's actually 170 or do we think that they i would believe that there's you think there's 170 that's very like i think i maybe noticed like 30 of them i noticed consciously yeah some of them like might be just super quick like they just put in for a second but some of them might be more intentional yeah there was also um sometimes they would like have stuff superimposed in the background there's this one shot where um oh. it's Orlina 
Is it the Orly. You know, sunset set? What, Orly? Orly is the name Orly. of the older sister, I guess. And Nathan, who's the younger brother, they're like up on a hill and there's this like blue sky in the background. Right. And there's like a devil face like superimposed very subtly right. in the background. Right, it's very, so it very like subtle. Clouds. Oh, there's like a face. Do you see it? Oh, fuck. That's awesome. This is a fun game. Yeah. And it's like moving. Oh, that was that was awesome. I, I think that was hands down one of the best parts of the film. If we could like, because you know how we released the stills. If we could grab one of those. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. And then another thing they say at the end is that the movie like features binaural beats is how they describe it. Where in this, in the audio, there's like beats that are like slightly off um, in terms of like frequencies and so, like, it supposedly, like, um, stresses people out and, like, affects their, like, psyche. Oh, cool. Um, is so, it, like, infrasound? Uh, no, it's or just... Is it different? It's just, like, um, the, the like, the... Free, they, they just do two sounds at the same time that are, like, slightly off from each other. Oh, cool. And so, um, it causes an effect, according to the movie. But that's another thing that they say is a reason why this movie is because at the end it's like oh the producers of this film have um uh don't have uh started an investigation into why this movie would cause such things yeah. and then that was one of the things they talked about and they talked about the sigils during the that sigils well. and stuff yeah i love um to kind of talk about sound more i love when like all kind of devil like summoning movies or scenes do this where yeah. um, it's like the beginning and she's reading out of the book and her voice like morphs into like morphs. multiple voices and then like devil voice. Oh, yeah. I love that shit. Let's talk about that scene too. Cause like, so, okay. So the story of the actual film Antrim from so-called from the 1970s. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, yeah. So the story is there's this kid named Nathan and his older sister Orly and their dog has to be put down. Um, for whatever reason that happens at the very beginning of the movie and then um as they're driving back from the um wherever the like vet or whatever um the kid asks his mom uh is what is the dog's name maxine um is maxine in heaven did maxine go to heaven and then the mom's like no maxine was a bad dog she went to hell fucked up yeah and so the rest of the movie is the older sister and the kid um trying to go into hell to save the dog's soul so um what they do is they go to this forest and um the first thing they see is there's like um uh like a sign and then there's a bunch of like little offerings and they're talking about like these are all offerings that are like important to people and then they keep bad things out or they keep bad things in the forest and keep them from escaping um and the sign that's there just says it's like a suicide prevention sign it says like your family is important to you blah, blah blah basically just like a suicide prevention as if this is a place where people seem to commit suicide a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they go into this forest and start camping. Uh, and then, uh, so the way they go to hell is they have this book that's telling them what to do. And they're just, they, um, they, uh, draw like this, um, star 
on the ground and then dig at the center of it. Mm -hmm. And then as they dig, they reach different layers of hell. So are they digging a hole to hell? I think so. Like the kid like listens to the ground and apparently can tell uh, what layer of hell they're in. And then um, there's a the moment where he says we're in the second and the sister's like, how do you know? And he's like, cause they scratched me and he like pulls his sleeve yeah. up and he has scratches. Yeah. Did you talk about, I like kind of checked out for a second. Did you talk about how they have like all these things from different religions? No. Yeah. So um, they, they draw the star on the ground and they, at each corner of the star, they put like some sort of like symbol from a different religion there's the there's a moon for like islam there's a little picture of jesus a little statue of jesus um and then there's a menorah and they have like a statue of buddha and they have like another statue of a hindu god um and then they're digging at the center of it um and the uh well before they start digging is when they do the prayer um which is a scene that you're talking about uh they do this prayer um and uh, do you want me to recite it it's, yes absolutely so the prayer goes like this one by one we pray to thee protect us from all we see from all we hear and touch and smell from all the unknown dark in hell love that energy yeah so they do that prayer and they repeat um uh they when they first do it they don't do the full thing they just recite the first line a lot the one by one we pray to thee protect us from all we see they just recite that over and over and like the shot is the girl holding the book and she there's like the sun is behind her but she's also like lit from the front yeah and as she's <gasps> reciting it like the 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 front lighting like goes so down and she like gets dark and like to where it's just her silhouette and mm-hmm. then that's when like as um molly mentioned <laughs> uh, like her voice does the weird like devil thing devil thing oh it's awesome yeah and then that's really cool and then like the light comes back and she gets lit up again um but that was like the first thing uh the first kind of like satanic Ooh. thing that we see also um so the sister has this book from someone she calls ike ike yeah and is like saying that ike gave her this book or like yeah. told her what to do with it and it's all about how to get into hell right and yeah. that comes up later which is yeah so the whole like uh, the rest of the plot of this movie is basically the sister and the brother digging to get deeper and deeper into hell and they start seeing some weird shit so yeah. they see a demon so um allegedly like, immediately <laughs> Yeah, they see, like, there are, like, weird um, random people, like, they see, like, shapes moving in the woods. People in um, morph suits. There's one scene where the kid, like, looks at this tree and it cuts to the kid's face and then it cuts to the tree and then it cuts back to the kid's face <laughs> and then it cuts to the tree and someone, like, moves behind the tree. Very, um... Ritual. The ritual. The ritual, yeah. Oh, my God. Like I will talked. never forget just, like, seeing that shot yeah. for the yeah. first time. That's the first thing I thought about when I saw it in this one. I was right. like, this the is hand exactly like that. The ritual. So, let's talk about the stop-motion squirrel. <laughs> um, Molly? <sighs> I love him. Oh, what nice. the fuck? Amazing. <laughs> I, this movie does so much with, like, um, like a, it's, like, a multimedia like level thing so you have the yeah. stuff at the beginning right and then you have the fact that it's a documentary mockumentary yeah then you have the movie itself 
And then in that movie itself, it also does really weird shit. That yeah. like, would make sense for a 70s movie, but also feel really out of place. So <laughs> right. There's this squirrel, and it's like this stop motion, obviously fake squirrel, and they're like, that's With a demon like, in disguise. demon teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, so they see this it's squirrel. It's pretty demon. creepy, it's but it's also awesome. <laughs> cute. Yeah. It's awesome. It's so great. Because it, it's like very jarring. You're like, well, I didn't know what to expect, but it wasn't that. Right. And it's stop motion, and all like the fur is moving in the yeah. like stop motion way where it's like, like you can't get the fur to stay still so it's just like moving weirdly it's so it's really creepy cool. and weird yeah i loved that part that's demonic right there yeah they, sh- they didn't do it again but it was cool yeah yeah the stop motion scroll was cool um it gives me the same energy as the vladicat from what we do in the shadows the vladicat <laughs> yeah um something you brought up also was samantha the Mm -hmm. sound mixing i know that they could have done this on purpose but this is definitely one of those moments where i'm realizing sound mixing is super important yeah okay so i don't know if this was intentional or not i mean it very well could have been just to give it the effect of like being dated but um i'm not a sound i swear i always say i'm not a sound person and then talk about sound um i'm, I'm starting not, to think maybe you're a sound person. i'm not a sound person I i'm a the if, sound person i'm not maybe i'm just like trying to subconsciously train myself to be better about noticing these things but like in this movie the sound mixing is like not great um there are a lot of sh- cuts to where i can hear the completely different like takes in the cut but the thing is that this movie is supposed to be like an old crappy movie. So like, yeah, I think that they probably did it on purpose. Right. That um, feels like something. And it feels authentic. But like, this is one of the movies that I was like, oh, sound mixing. Not great. You know what I mean? So like, there's the perk of it fits with the movie. But then also I'm like, well, sound mixing. Not great. So it's like right. a weird that one. That seems like something they would do on purpose. It definitely seems. It's like it. so bad that it's gotta be intentional it's also like on the um at the beginning on the documentary they're like oh there were some issues with the sound and the um film in parts but um over mostly it's yeah. okay because there is one spot where like the film like jumps back for a second it, like sh- she like the girl says a line and then like it she it gets repeated because mm-hmm. the film jumps back that was cool um so that was they do like glitches like that um and of course there's all the random shit that's like put into it like <gasps> the weird demon that oh. shows up in the middle oh my god that was terrifying yeah it's like silent right and this film cuts to a black and white like shot of a demon just staring at you just staring right out of the screen just staring like, straight smiles at you it's real creepy it smiles but it's also like, like we can't see the the mouth is like but you can tell up. it's smiling it's like really cloudy uh, during on that like oh, the mouth part so like God. it it 
but like you can tell that it changes from not smiling to smiling and then back to not smiling. Oh my god! And it goes on for so long. Right. It was it so sticks, uncomfortable. It sticks long enough to make you uncomfortable, and then continue to make you uncomfortable for longer than you need it. It was so tense. That was the I scariest part of the whole movie. Right. That was really creepy when that happened. It oh. was so good. Oh, it was. It's awesome, but it's like. That shit's gonna haunt me. Yeah. That scene specifically gave me the feeling that all of House of the Devil does. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, I, I talk about it sometimes. House of the Devil's the scariest movie ever made. It's right. terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And yeah. oh, that whole scene just really sums up, like, the essence of that movie. Right. Oh, it's so good. It's, like, so good, but fuck. Yeah, I'm curious if that was like a public domain thing that they fucked with, or if they filmed that. Like, no, I want to know how much I think of this film that because some some of those superimposed images, I was like, that looks familiar to me. I think, like what? Um, like I think when they were on the hill, that, that little bit could have very yeah. well been public domain. I feel like that one was filmed by them, but like I don't know. Might as well grab yeah. some public domain if you can get it. Some of the other stuff that gets like spliced in is there's like this woman who like has like some sort of rash over part of her face and it's like her crying um, and it's like a close up of her. And then there's these like two people who are like um, taped up. Yeah. It's like they're in some sort of weird warehouse room or something and they're being tortured somehow um and so that uh is really cool Mm -hmm. um yeah so there's some weird like stuff spliced in so uh the story goes like basically as they're digging they just reach different layers of hell Mm -hmm. but like it's still like the same forest they're just in a different layer so what did you guys think about this version of hell that we see in this so when you say this version, do you just mean like the, the digging or? Yeah. Like what, what we saw. Cause like. I'm upset that we didn't get more of the layers. Yeah. I wanted yeah. them to go all the way. Like to hell. But I did like the part where um, they try and leave. And then mm-hmm. they come back and they're in the exact same spot. Like they can't really leave the part right. of hell that they're in. That yeah. was cool. I I also like that. I I was so intrigued by like when they'd hit another layer that the kid would be like, "Oh yes, this is the new layer." You know what I mean? Like I wanted to know what all the signs of all the layers were. And I'm sad that we didn't get those. And like with the book it kept saying the new layers, but I don't feel like they were actually ever digging. So, so like yeah. I feel like the digging wasn't as literal as we thought this it was. This movie does like kind of like chapters where um uh every once in a while it'll show a shot of the book with a picture of uh like the layer that they're on and so like first you see the first layer and um it has some name or whatever um they they all have like um kind of like you know like greekish names latinish names um demonium i think is one of them uh i think that's the third layer but i i did not write down what the names of the layers were but you're right but, they were very like, yeah latin. latin type kind of your your stereotypical demon 
like phrases but um so so first they have the first layer the the kid um when they get to the the they start digging right and Mm -hmm. then the kid like carves like a cross into the ground um on the side of where they're digging like just with his finger he just like makes a cross for some reason i thought that was like there when they dug it no no no. the it shows the kid drawing it um and then he like puts his ear to the ground and then he's like oh we're in the first layer and the sister's like oh cool uh and he's like but it sounds weird there should be trumpets uh and then like he stands he like uh pulls back up from listening to the ground and now the cross is upside down Mm -hmm. did that cross turn upside down i think it did because i don't think it was upside down originally yeah. Uh, so I thought that was a cool touch. And they don't acknowledge it. Like they don't. Seem they don't to acknowledge that it. That yeah. The the characters don't notice it. Um, and so uh, as they dig, um, the forest is the same. They just start. It just starts like getting weirder. Like there's this, um, the Japanese man that we talked about who shows up and like, um, he like has uh a stuffed animal with him um and he like uh like strips down to his underwear and then pulls out a knife and like right as he like raises it up as if he's about to stab himself Mm -hmm. in the chest and then the kid like screams out yeah and then uh the man like sees the two characters the two main characters and then says some stuff in um japanese and but like we don't there's no subtitles that explain what he says um and then he says some stuff and then he says i'm sorry and then like packs up and then walks away um and that is i think when they get to the second layer is when they see that guy Mm -hmm. um i don't remember the details yes because the first layer is just the squirrel the and then squirrel. the second layer, they're like, is that a demon? And then the um, sister's like, no, that's just a man. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also um, uh, the sister, like, tells him, like, you got to brush your teeth. Otherwise, Cerberus is going to smell us because you smell foul. Um, and the kid constantly asks the, uh, the sister to, like, wash her feet, which um, was a weird thing that yeah did didn't we really get to the bottom of why they did that we d- uh i don't remember if it says anything about washing your feet or like that goes anywhere but uh because i mean like i know washing your feet is like the washing the feet thing is like a biblical thing oh but my i God. definitely don't think it's like that it's i don't think it's up that You're alley right are you sure that well, it's, it's washing somebody else's feet that's a biblical thing and this was he was just being like your feet are dirty I thought it was like a, it's also like a not just a um, Christianity thing. Like in other religions, I know it's important for you to like. Oh, I don't know. On your feet. Uh, I don't know. Um, let me hold on one sec. Um, yeah, and then uh, as they're digging, they also find a pill bottle and a gun. Yeah. Just um, randomly in there, in the hole that they're digging. Yeah. In Islam, it's like important to wash. Um your face hands arms and feet specifically and it's like part of the prayer thing called voodoo okay yeah so when i said depiction of hell uh of hell it's the way hell is in this movie is like the the they're just in the same forest 
and then just like weirder stuff happens like they see the squirrel um and then they see the two guys mm-hmm. or they see all the shadows first and then they see the japanese man um which actually uh i found in my notes that is before they get to the second layer um and then the second layer the nathan gets scratched and also like during that scene there's this weird voice in the background um like this weird demon voice just in the audio track that we hear but like the the characters don't acknowledge it I don't remember this. You it's you literally like um well it, it's just in the audio like she's like oh who did that and he's like they did that to me. Oh, and okay. there's just this weird voice in the I it's, like, it sounds like like you'd expect um like a schizophrenic like kind of like voices in I the background here. I remember this hearing. scene and I think I vaguely remember the Yeah. Um so there there's a weird voice uh which is cool and then they go looking for the dog uh and they find the collar and then they keep like walking around and they see these two guys with um some sort of uh baphomet statue with like a fire underneath it and someone's a whole lot more than a statue yeah it's a statue and then uh these two there's these two guys around it uh and the one guy it it looks like at first that he's like having sex with a deer maybe a dead dead deer which is really creepy but we've already seen like imagery of these people before in the movie they were drawn in the book that the sister had yeah the kid has the kid has weird like visions slash nightmares every once in a while like the movie has one at the beginning and then there's one in the middle and there's one vision where the kid um is seeing pages of the book and the book uh has drawings in it and the drawings show like this demon coming out of a hole and then like walking and then like putting on like a human suit um uh and it just shows pictures of that happening um and that is like right before they see all of this but yeah so they see these two guys um just uh, with this baphomet statue and then the baphomet statue starts shaking and you realize that there is someone inside there who is being burnt alive and then we see the the iron stuffed animal yeah we see the stuffed animal and realize that it is the japanese man that they saw earlier who is being burnt burned alive by these two guys and so that like pottery in a kiln yeah it is pretty creepy it's it's, that's the worst maybe one of the worst ways to go yeah although i heard that you die of the smoke inhalation before you die of being when you're being burned alive yeah you do die of the smoke inhalation before actually like burning to death i don't want to be too hot yeah but if you're inside the bowl inside like some sort of container do you still you the smoke won't yeah it does touch you inside a container the smoke from the fire i don't know it's the brazen bowl the brazen bowl or the bronze bowl oh it's sicilian 
Oh no. I guess maybe they roasted. Yeah, shit. I guess maybe they didn't. Yeah, I think if you're inside the box, then the smoke won't get to you, so you'll just like roast. Um, which is worse. Oh, I get what um, you're saying. Yeah. I do. Okay, I didn't get it before. If if you're actually like on a fire and being burnt up, then you're gonna die uh-huh. of inhaling the smoke. But if you're inside the thing, then smoke won't get to you i thought also part of it though like in history like when they would torture people they'd have like a sound device so like your screens would come out sounding like bull noises oh and that smoke would come oh. out of the nose okay that's super fucked up but. yeah that's weird but so this like freaks out the sister and so she's like oh let's get the fuck out of here and so uh so they like take this boat and they paddle away and the kid falls out and then the sister saves the kid yeah does is he get pulled out or does he get say, does he fall out or is he right pulled in? we we don't see like the kid just he's disappears looking into the murky murky depths yeah he's just <laughs> looking in and then the sister looks away and then looks back and the kid has gone and disappeared but we Which don't is hear just how it was in the 70s sometimes <laughs> it really did just be like that <laughs> right it's terrible um uh, you just the, look and your child is gone that's a very sad reality for a lot of people uh the yeah there's no splash or like any sort of sound to indicate that the kid has fallen in but then she jumps in and like finds him somehow and then pulls him out and they run away and they're like oh yeah we escaped we did it and then they come upon this campsite where there's a hole and they realize oh oh no we just went in a circle and we're back to where we started oh no that was I think maybe one of the strongest points in the movie. Cause like we were talking about this. I was like, what are they going to do? Yeah. I was kind of like, okay. And then yeah. they're like back in hell. Right. Still. That they're, was they're They can't escape. So now they're back at their campsite. And then the sister reveals to the kid that it's all made up. Uh, mm-hmm. This book is all oh. fake. I lied to you about Ike. I lied to you about Maxine because you kept having this these nightmares and i was like oh if i just pretend that we're gonna go to hell and save maxine's soul then you um it'll cure your nightmares um so all of this was fake and uh but then the kid's like wait so ike is fake you said and ike is the supposedly the the man who gave um the sister the book the kid's like oh so ike is fake and she's like yeah i made him up it's all fake i drew all the pictures in the book i wrote the entire book it's all fake and then the kid's like but i saw ike behind the diner and there's like a flashback in black and white where the kid um is just like throwing rocks at this glass at some glass behind this diner and then he sees this this man or like some sort of person it was it had like dreads right it was that right well there is yeah kind of yeah it's just like uh some person with like dark black skin um like black as in ash black um and like the the person touches the kid like on his forehead and then the kid says to the sister oh ike told me that you were going to trick me you're going to try to trick me with maxine's collar uh which is the collar that they supposedly found in hell and the sister is like oh shit what's going on 
Um, so like more th- stuff happens. These two demon guys find um the the sister and the kid, and then they like cage them up. They they, sh- well, they shoot them. Yeah, with tranks. But we didn't know that at first, and then we were like, okay, they just got tranked. Yeah. Also, yeah. like fun fact, I've always wanted to just be like running. And have someone shoot me with a trank gun so I just go down. I think that'd be so fun. So if someone can arrange for that to happen. I think that would be so fun. If someone, I don't know, you know? Just once in my life, I want to feel the thrill of just like running and then just the rush of the tranquilizer coming over me before hitting the ground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, I, I'm not doing a bit. Yeah. I don't know no, how fast they actually work, though. I, I think I could stagger a little bit before it would. No, I I think they're like slower than that even. What? Yeah, I don't think they're like instant. Because like we got a lot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, it, I thought it was like I actually have no idea. Like I I've heard like you can't use tranks on a lot of animals because they don't because like they'll like freak out before within 45 minutes yeah yeah because like that's why harambe died because like they couldn't shoot him with a trank because it, it would have just like um caused the gorilla to freak out and possibly kill the kid so they had to like actually kill the gorilla and that's why that's what happened with harambe they killed the gorilla like while the kid was in there yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. i didn't know that that's terrible <laughs> right Oh God! That, that <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm only laughing. I laugh. I like this is such an inappropriate thing to laugh about because it's terrible. They had to kill the gorilla. Don't let your kid go in the things. <laughs> they, that kid watched the gorilla die in front of him. I don't know. I don't know what the case. What happened? Oh my God! <laughs> um. How am I just now hearing about this four years later? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful. Yeah. I guess uh, dicks out, I guess. <laughs> oh, I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> dicks out for Harambe. Um, Good Lord. Oh, man. Yeah. So, so they freak out before you do? Why? Because they've been shot. When you shoot them, they're like, oh, shit, uh, someone shot me. I, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> okay. I get it. <laughs> you know? So you're telling me I'd have to keep running for up to 45 <laughs> minutes? Yeah. No. <laughs> That's stupid. Right. Um, God damn it. So Another dream busted open. <laughs> you wouldn't just immediately fall asleep <laughs> as soon as you've been shot. Madagascar really had me thinking different about this. Right. <laughs> so um, so the sister and the kid, they get uh, caged by these two weird dudes. And the dudes try to sacrifice the kid, put him in the bull or the baphomet thing Mm -hmm. and uh the sister like escapes the cage saves him shoots the two guys or shoots the one guy i don't know what happens to the other guy but the uh, the kind of vague the one guy that she shoots he like staggers into the truck and then she goes around and like looks in the truck and the dude is like bleeding which was weird but the kid runs away um and then it's uh uh it just cuts to the kid and he's running and he finds this husky that's inside in a trap. And then Cerberus. he saves. Yeah. He saves the husky. 
Uh, and then that's the end. The movie ends. It says the end. Uh, and it starts to do like the credits thing, but then there's it, an, like a triangle. Yeah, there's like a triangle, and then it cuts to more. There's more footage of the sister coming and trying to save the kid. She's like freaking out. She goes and finds the the tent and goes and hides in the tent and then like has the gun that she found earlier and she hears stuff outside raises the gun and then she's doing the prayer over and over and then this is where like it cuts and we see the people being tortured and then there's another like demon like looking straight out of the camera and then like it pulls uh, out a finger and like points uh, points at the audience points at the audience and then it cuts back to the sister like holding the gun mm-hmm. and then that's and through the, the end. power of parallel editing it's oh, implied that the sister's gonna shoot the kid yeah because we her. we also do see the kid um saying orly orly and, and like, he has, walking like, the chain. to the camp yeah, yeah he has a chain, so she's hearing so she the chain. like cerberus right um and then it that's the end that's where antrim ends and then we see the little end segment. Uh, there's credits, and then we see the little uh, end segment of the documentary. Um, so, what was the point? So, how did we get here? So, my thing is, I like the documentary, but I think that I, I would want this movie to have them because it's the experience I had with it. I think that they could have just released this movie as a movie, though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think we needed the documentary bits. I think they should have released the movie as a movie and then released the yeah. documentary. Like, I think just the film itself is, like, a fine film. But I love... Yeah. I love the documentary I mean, I, stuff, like though. I said, I'm happy with the documentary bits. I wouldn't give them up. I think the reason it works, though, as well, because it functions well as, like, this documentary thing with the movie. But yeah. it also the movie itself is also good enough to be its own standalone thing. Yeah. Right. I, I think, think the context of the documentary, though, is the reason I'm going to give it a higher score. Well, so the movie, the documentary, uh, it literally ends with some sort of scientist guy talking about how um, the reason this movie is so effective and has caused so much death is because it causes people to believe or like people convince themselves into believing that it's going to hurt them or whatever and then that's what causes their death and that's what the movie's about the movie is about this kid who believes in hell to the point where like it actually happens even though it's all made up yeah right yeah so like it it fits as an extension of just the movie of like believing in something will make it real and believing in this movie has made it I mean real and affecting people's lives in you know? real life like it got recommended to me because somebody believed it was real yeah so so the documentary is just an extension of yeah that. so yeah like i think experience as a whole it, it works it's it's how it should be it's just a shame because the movie itself was fun yeah it got like these it has these like what's it called bumpers that like they don't hurt the film but it didn't it didn't need them in my opinion i don't know i don't know if i if i just watched the inner the movie 
it i don't know if it would would have had the same effect. especially all the like random stuff like spliced in yeah yeah just would have been weird like but it's very like yeah i mean i guess like like i said it's better because of the documentary aspect of it but like also like it could have just been like you could have just read that as like hell taking over type shit yeah i don't know i like the documentary stuff a lot so i think that um it like works better i don't know though but if i think i was if i was watching this movie in that one shot of the devil just staring at you yeah came on i would have freaked my shit right <laughs> like not knowing that's like other stuff was coming out of the movie. i would have like absolutely panicked yeah so i don't know i think it could work both ways it's one of those we'll never know because yeah it's just not how it was made but it's interesting to think about have you guys heard other stories of like cursed media in real yeah. life in real life yeah not like media but i love um chain emails yeah um, no not like specifically other than like they talked about some of the stuff like the ring and that john carpenter right movie. there's the ring they brought up as an example of something that kills you i've heard there's a song called like gloomy sunday or something one time I read this book about unsolved yeah. mysteries. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and apparently there's a song called, I think it's like Gloomy Sunday. Yeah. And like, there's a bunch of just random deaths surrounding this song, which is pretty creepy. I've never heard the song. Wait, I might have listened to the song at one point. Um, but yeah, it was like written by some random like band and then like, like it got like banned because like people were like committing suicide and like weird shit happened around this movie or this song it's by Uh, billy holiday billy holiday yeah is that it um no maybe it's a cover of it that's just i don't know it's there's a song that says gloomy sunday by Billie Holiday. And then there's Gloomy Sunday, the Hungarian suicide song. That's it. The That's Hungarian that. suicide song. Which is another thing, because like, this movie is apparently Hungarian, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's Hungarian. I think uh, yeah, that, Hungarian. that does make sense. I think, yeah, I did read that. It claims to be a Hungarian movie. Uh, a lot of, like, in the opening credits to the actual Antrim film... Um, a lot of the names are in a different language, like in, mm-hmm. uh, it looked to us like it was the Cyrillic alphabet and I guess. Is this supposed to be in another language? I don't think so. Cause like, that's definitely not a language. Right. Yeah, it is. That's like Cyrillic alphabet. Yeah. Russian or. Um, but like half of it's in English and half of it's not. Uh, we're assuming that it's Hungarian. So, um. So a lot of the names of the production crew who made Antrim are uh, Hungarian, I guess. So I guess that's another connection to the real life. But yeah, Hungarian suicide. I've, I've never heard of this. Yeah, Gloomy I Sunday. Um, uh, Urban Legends. Okay, so this is what Wikipedia has to say. Several urban legends uh, allegedly connected to a various number of suicides and radio networks reacted by banning it. Um, most of these claims are unsubstantiated, of course. But, yeah. And then 
in uh the composer of the song did kill himself um 35 years after writing the song yeah so uh i read about that and that's the only like real life example that i know of of like cursed media cursed media i guess i i've genuinely never have heard of one never heard of a real cursed media i just googled cursed media <laughs> that is cursed media that's <laughs> not what we wanted i don't like <laughs> a it. picture of a guy who's look like a pig face morphed face. into a pig yeah that's my sleep paralysis dude <laughs> So, um, what else? Anything else on this? Um, before we do our segments, I would just say that, like, if you're gonna watch this for anything, the cinematography in it is very interesting to watch. It's, it's interesting. It's like I, it's very pretty while also being like, you know, it's not fantastic, but there's just right. there's something stylistic I, about it that I I'm loved like, it. yeah, like it's like very stylistic, and. It's they play with like the sun a lot, which is really yeah. neat. The ending shot, or well, you think it's the ending where the sister and the brother are in this field. It's like the sun is setting and it looks gorgeous. I like that. Yeah, good vibe. I'd say if you're gonna watch it for anything, that right there is enough to sell me on it. I didn't think the cinematography was amazing. Um, it's like, interesting. Okay, well, but like it's. It's not, but it is because it's like replicating that, like how seventies movies looked. Where yeah. They didn't care about cinematography. They really got the look of like seventies zooms, like perfect. Yeah. Yeah, but I've seen so many seventies movies that have way better cinematography than this okay. did. It's amazing. It, I think so. But everyone's just, entitled to their own opinion. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think the cinematography. I mean, it was like fine, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It was fine. Uh, there are like some cool things they do though. Um, with just like the, like when the kid has visions, like it's very desaturated and then it comes back to like normal Mm -hmm. saturation. And then there's like the flashback of them. So what happened was the, the dog bit the kid and that's why they had to put down the dog. Um, and there's that scene, which is like very like uh high saturation like very bright but it's all in slow motion um uh so i thought that was interesting isn't there a bit that's in black and white black and white was the flashback where Ah, the kid was talking (gasps) about seeing oh that's it and also all the stuff that's spliced into the movie is also in black and white um all the um opening stuff at the beginning where they're talking about the devil in cinema all that like silent yeah, that, that's just white. silent. Um, that's just uh, the silent movies are also in black and white. Um, oh. But yeah, I I thought it was fine. I liked I, it. I don't know. I don't know if the... I don't know how much I'd like the movie without the documentary stuff. Because like... I'm not saying that it needs to be without the documentary stuff. I, I know. I it makes it I just think that like you know, they they definitely could have released this without it. Yeah, but it doesn't really like I don't know, it doesn't it doesn't feel like as satisfying to me. I don't know. It was okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, do we want to go into segments now? Yeah. What would you do? 
slept. Like that. This is a story about a lonely, lonely man. S- wrong one, wrong one, wrong, oh, sorry, wrong, wrong track. What would you do if it were you in, in this, this movie? Wait, can I get a, can I get a redo? Yeah. She said, baby, I would like you better if, if you, you took, took off your clothes. Okay. So, are we in the... Are we the documentary people or are we the... I mean, one, we die. Two, if you're inside the Antrim movie and you're going to hell, you're still dying. <laughs> I think I there's only one option here. You get frisky with Satan himself. Yeah. Yeah, you just become a witch or a Satanist. Okay. <laughs> That's my option. And yeah. then you give birth to the Antichrist and bring about the end times, the whole thing. But <laughs> someone's got to do it. Then Jessica Lang adopts it. Um, <laughs> and then somebody makes a TV series about it with an ending that a lot of people didn't like. Um, yeah, I think I'm dying here. Um, yeah. if I'm the documentary people, I just would I simply would not watch it. Um, <laughs> you know what? No, that's a lie. That's a fucking lie. If me? if I'm one of the documentary people, I absolutely would watch this movie. Because I was thinking about it as we were watching, and I was like, huh, if somebody told me, like, hey, this movie's cursed, would you watch? When my friend was saying, like, oh, supposedly there's this cursed movie, my immediate reaction was like, oh, send me more details. I'd like to view that. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I'm dying. Yeah, I'd watch it. I wouldn't believe that it's real, and then I'd watch it and die. Mom. So, um, yeah, I'd watch it. Yeah, Maybe. yeah. Why We're, not? You know, we all die in. If your friends all jump off a bridge, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. No, I think that'd be fun. Be like, we survived. What if it was one of those things where, like, if it was actually true and people were actually dying, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't. But if it was just like a urban legend rumor type thing about yeah. a real movie, you know, I would. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. If the claims could be very, Verified. like, so substantiated right. that it was, like, almost a certainty, Yeah. no thank you. And it would depend on what the movie is, because you hear about that shit that goes around on the dark web. Yeah. That's just, like, bad vibes. Right. I wouldn't want to watch something like that. Yeah. But if it was just... I don't know. You know, there's a lot of stipulations. Yeah, if it was like somebody made a horror movie and it'll curse you or it might curse you, legend says. Yeah, man. So we all die in. Yeah. Um, What's next? Uh, Villain ranking. No, Jared, the award. I think I get to Jared. We've only given out Jared's. We've only watched good movies. We'll watch a stinker soon, promise. I guess... I guess I'd give it to... Um, who's the sister? Orly. I guess yeah. her, because I hated that kid. I don't like this kid. Really? <laughs> I, you know what? He this was is, unsettling. This is Yeah, I'm going to give it to Orly, just because... Sure, but I also do want to give a nod to all the people who are playing the real-life people in the documentary. Yeah, because they were they did do a great job of acting like it was a real thing and a real documentary that yeah. they were reporting about. And there was a scene where I noticed so I was like, wow, if you showed me this, I'd absolutely believe yeah. it. Yeah. So like shout out to all of them. Um, yeah, I guess I'll give it to Orly as well. Who, the sister. Um, Have we confirmed that that's the sister? So who 
What is her relation to him? She's his sister, I think. Uh, I don't know. They are brother and sister. Yes, there's that flashback where they're with the mom. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so villain ranking? Oh, I gotta pull mine up. Hold on. Who's the villain, though? Is it the movie? Is it... Yeah, you know what? You do be right. The two random guys? Who's the the villain, though? The two random guys who do the off... The... The real, the real villain is cinema itself. <laughs> I don't know if there is a villain here. I cannot yeah. pinpoint just one. The villain is your belief that there is a villain. Oof, deep. The villain is organized religion, and here's why. Organized religion is the opiate of the masses, and we have to do what we can to stop thinking like sheeple. That's true. <laughs> like sheeple. Where are my rights as an atheist? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Maddie Healy. Oh my um, god, I'm sorry. That what a something shithead. possessed me to say that. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go no villain here. So there's no villain. We're not ranking it. So what are we rating out of sigils? sigils? Oh, you guys both said sigils at the same. I was like, uh. I mean, that's the dog obvious collars. One. Yeah, let's do sigils. How many out of ten? This one's hard for me. Hold on. I'll start. I'll give it a 10. I thought it was awesome. Yeah? I love this movie. That. Oh, I love this movie. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> yeah. 10? It just like really did it for me. In like yeah. the documentary and that you got to see the actual movie. And all like the found, like, like literally the found footage stuff was happening at the very beginning. And I was like, this is a 10, <laughs> 10 out of 10. This movie gets 10. <laughs> And it delivered. And that bit in the middle with the devil was so creepy. Yeah. It really fucked me up. But yeah, I loved it. Ten. Do you have one, I'll give it... Um, I'll give it an eight just because of the... Uh, so if if it didn't have that part with the weird demon in the middle, it would be a seven. But the the demon scene <laughs> puts it up to an eight. I think it's like good. Maybe like if I were to rewatch it a few more times, I might like it more. But um right now after my first watch, like it's it's enjoyable, it's cool, like it's fun gimmick. Um uh I don't love it. Like it's not the best version of this type of like meta kind of movie that I've seen. It is very unique. Um I'll give it that. Like, it's a very unique uh, premise, which is really cool. Um, but, yeah, it's it's an eight for me. You guys are going to be so upset. I don't. I'm giving it a six. A six. Okay. Um, I, I'm smearing my makeup all over my face. Um, it's a very unique, very fun movie. Yeah. I enjoyed watching it. I don't think I'm ever going to rush to see it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to watch I it again too. so bad. I just like don't really feel much of an urge. To it's because the... I'd recommend people watching it. The but. main movie is really slow. Well, no, and like see, nothing I, really happens I for thought, most of it. I thought it was very entertaining and it gave off like some vibes from movies that I think are very enjoyable. But... Um, I don't know. I just think about movies that I've seen that are much better than this that I've I've given seven and eights and I just can't give it much more than a six. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's a wonderful effort for a film. Like, I can only hope to make something like that. 
you know. Yeah. But six for me. We're averaged at an eight. That's not bad. Uh, what's next? What's Recommendations. Are we already at that? Jesus. House of the Devil. House of the Devil. <laughs> Which yeah. is terrifying and it's so good. And the whole time I was thinking, I was like, wow, this is big House of the Devil energy. I hope House no of the Devil. It, so I'm so, so jump that on people. It's fine. I really don't care a lot. Let's just um, see how good of a wreck it is because I was thinking no, about it. No, it is very. Right. But. House of the Devil is like if you just released the the movie yeah. part of this movie because like it's it's shot as if it's from a different era i don't know exactly when it's supposed 80s. to be from the 80s house yeah. of the devil supposed to be 80s um but it's i think it's the 80s guys <laughs> <laughs> it's really well done but that also is like very slow but <gasps> oh it's terrifying it's, it's so good because so like tense. the whole time you're expecting something to happen um there's some so, shit so basic like the basic plot is this babysitter gets hired to babysit someone's grandma yeah instead and i'll say when there's a reveal about yeah. that yeah i wanted to throw up yeah that it's like everything i find scary about right movies. it's like in the, it, it is genuinely terrifying yeah it's Not, it's a really good movie like in a jump scare way no as much like kind of how insidious is scary it just really got wrecked you. me yeah <laughs> wrecked my shit it's yeah. so good and you guys got to see it on film they like the projector oh, was down yeah. when i went to go see it so i'm a little salty it's great how the devil is a great recommendation obviously like the ring and ringu um which they talked about uh oh i got some yeah blair witch yes because they're in the woods Blair Witch, yeah, it's the found footage found movie, footage which woods. is and, um, essentially what this is. Midsummer, yeah, big midsummer vibes. vibes here. The uh, ritual, which yeah. we covered on this podcast. Oh yeah, the, the ritual. ritual we talked about. Um, also, uh, I want to recommend the Love Witch. Like, I didn't love that movie. Uh, I don't think I got it, but the Love Witch is like it's also like made like in 2018 i guess um mm-hmm. but uh Feels it's old. set in like another era so even the film itself is like supposed to be set in another era yeah i talk about this so much um the book i read recently by the guy who wrote perks of being a wallflower steven chabosky mm-hmm. wrote this book called imaginary friend and there's a kid who goes into the forest a lot and i actually like kind of like thinking about it more there's like enough parallels yeah that you can draw that and, and the book's just incredible, but mostly like kid going into a forest shit. Will you please read it? Yeah, I want to. It's yeah. so long, but like I promise, like once you so read it, it's like fuck, like holy shit! It it comes together so nicely. It's my favorite book. Um, ten out of ten. Uh, I guess uh, sinister is like a similar theme. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Film that kills you. Yeah. Uh, that's all that's all I, my yeah, I don't have much more on that i just was i got a lot of woods based horror was what i was going for yeah um okay anything else that's it yeah that's the I, episode. I would just say this was an interesting experience because it's definitely a movie that not a lot of people know about i don't really foresee this taking off and being like a cult hit or anything 
Yeah. But like I do see a lot of people finding it and enjoying the hell out of it. So like if you get a chance, check it out. If you haven't already, I really hope you yeah, watch it before it's, listening it's to this pretty, episode. It's it's worth watching at least. It's definitely it's good. Um Yeah. Uh I guess you can follow me at not a credit card and everything. You can get me on Twitter and Instagram at Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby Doo reference. And on Letterboxd at SamanthaDawn13. Molly? Um, you can find me on Twitter at, um, I'm sorry, um, on Instagram at Molly Francis Haynes. You can find me on Letterboxd at um, M-O-1-1-Y-H-A-I-N-E-S. And you can find me on Twitter at uh, MindShowerAI. You did not. No, oh my god! For, I was like, how did shower. you do that? If, oh, could you fucking imagine? No. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Midsummer Queen. And you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror on Twitter, Tipsy Terror Pod at Gmail dot com. Uh, if you want to email us, uh, we also have um Facebook and Letterbox. You can find everything you can find us on on. Uh, tipsyterror.com tipsyterror.rip or tipsyterror.wtf or tipsyterror.pub oh um did you share our email dot yeah P-U. <laughs> uh, it's uh, bookings at mindshower.ai yep and that's a 1975 reference oh my god uh, can we fun drinking game if you want to play along take a shot every time we talk about mind shower no you'll oh die oh my god <laughs> you would die no uh, I think they'd be just fine. Oh. Or they just need to go detox. Oh, let's finish listening to this recording. Oh, oh yeah, we no. gotta... Let's listen to the last little bit of it. Oh, that's it. Oh, no. Avis canceled her class. Oh, no. Oh, that was cool. What a cool recording. Wow. Oh, no. Uh, I'm having a heart attack. Oh, I'm Earth dying. Uh, oh, no, I just... Died in a plane crash. Yeah. <laughs> Why did Burning we watch shrapnel around me? Why did we watch that cursed movie and also watch <laughs> listen podcast. to this cursed recording at the same time? Oh no! Oh no! Sam, how'd uh, you die? With my last dying breath, I would like to know. How did I die? Yeah. Uh, I just suffocated from oh. not having knowing what to say oh my I, god she my ch- brain ch- just choked broke. my brain <laughs> broke and i choked <laughs> i don't know why i'm laughing oh my god i got hit right with the wing of the plane <laughs> cut me in half i hate samantha she's my least favorite person <laughs>